Are you ready? No. Nope. <laughs> somewhere beyond the sea, somewhere waiting for me. My Marcus stands on golden sands and watches the ships that go sailing. So goodbye, Marcus. Yes. We will all miss you. Those of us that liked him. Those of us that hated him. Glad to see him go. But now, we're going to have a new character. Welcome to season two, everybody, of the Doom Vision podcast. Woo! Um, as always. I totally fucked up your intro because I thought you were going right into the game. And I'm like, we're going to have to cut this and roll, roll back again. I, I am so sorry. I'm just playing around. Okay. Uh, that's all this is. It's just playing. We're playing. So. Feels more serious than that. My right hand man. My soul partner. Oh. My soul mate. Uh, we're not supposed to tell the girls. Troy. Uh, yes, brother. <laughs> uh, I'm just intro- introducing you. Oh, well, thank you. Um, and, uh, Jet Ski, Jess Green, Jessica Green, uh, known for her hair trigger, uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, love of clowns. My wife, Jess Peterson, Je- Jesper, once referred to Bark's Root Beer as the queef of all root beers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. She's not wrong in the fact that it really is. We're the team queef. A&W. Uh, <laughs> it's good shit. Uh, but everybody, welcome to the show. We are currently uh, in full, uh, full ahead, speed ahead, season two. Scenario two. The production it's been a is long there. time. It's been a long time coming. Uh, the last time that we met, um, we saw Marcus. He went through a door. Sounds of war. Some music. <laughs> uh, we don't know what's going on anymore. You want to know how much time has passed? I know that I'm still bitter. We have a... Uh, uh, you know what? You know what heals bitterness? What? Time and cream. <laughs> <laughs> so, 20 years later. That's 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 the length of time that we're going. So, 20 years, 2015, 1995 to 2015. So, no more beepers. <laughs> no more trying to figure out what was on uh the internet in 1995. <laughs> Which we did that last season a lot. Old our old AOL discs. Yeah, no more AOL discs. You can just pull out your fucking iPhone. Walkman's playing Gangsters Paradise. You know this might help. <laughs> Rest uh, in peace, Coolio. Your agents will will with technology. Well, that that could be a bad thing. You know, you never know. Get recorded. Everybody's recording. Teenagers recording. You guys murdering people in the streets, shooting all the Thomas Manuels of the world. The Michelles. The Michelles. That bitch, Michelle. Hashtag. Twitter's around now, isn't it? 2015? Yeah. Rest in peace, Michelle. I miss you every day. <laughs> Don't rest in peace, bitch. Fuck you, Michelle. <laughs> so, on the 28th of August, we're jumping right in. Oh, we're, we're going? What else do we have to do? Nothing? Uh, temperature checks. I don't care how you feel. Okay. Well, let's uh, fucking YOLO, I guess. I'm let's kidding. Do- how do you feel? <laughs> 
emotionally sad already. <laughs> are you sad about Marcus, or are you happy to be bringing in your new character? No, I'm excited for this new character. I, uh, I think we talked a little bit about this on uh, episode zero, but uh, he was a very polarizing character, and I'm, I'm excited to be playing somebody different now. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see some more of this story. Troy is excited to see where this story goes because I think uh, we never released the Doom Vision debrief after the final episode mm-hmm. because there it was it was two in the morning and we were both kind of had way too much to drink. We, we were, were drunk. Out of it. <laughs> yeah, we were so and out we of were it. arguing. We it were was arguing. a full hour and a half of you and me just arguing. <laughs> That's yeah. all that episode was. You were so mad. I, I was remember that. so mad. He uh, he wanted a resolution and I didn't give it to him. No, you didn't. I didn't and let him finish. <laughs> You edged me. <laughs> I, I, I edged him to completion. <laughs> so I, I, I'm excited to see where the story goes and, and uh, developing a, a new, hopefully less polarizing character will be fun. I like him already. I already know. I, I, I think I think he's going to be a good one. Uh, Jet, Jet Ski, how's your uh, how's old Ness doing? I'm pretty nervous about this. This season, this scenario, Ness is older now. She's kind of secluded herself and doesn't want anything to do with Delta Green. And I feel like you're going to just suck me right back in. (laughs) Um, And now she's got some, she's got a disorder. Her sanity's a lot lower than it was the last go around. So I'm really nervous. 20 years later, she probably has like 15 confirmed kills under her belt. (laughs) She had that when I met her. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, true. she already was a yeah. psycho murderer. So I'm, yeah, I'm really nervous. I'm excited and I'm intrigued, but pretty nervous too to see what is in store for Ness. Me too. Me too. Jesper, I feel like I can mirror a lot of that with Veronica. She's older now. She's got her traumas. She she knows about everything, this whole realm beyond what everyone perceives as life. And it's hard to go back to that. And so <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to cause me, a player, a lot of anxiety having to put her back in. <laughs> but... I feel like she's the type of character that needs to be put back in because she had a reason to be in there in the first place. And she never got to get her resolution either. Then we also have your sister to talk about, Claudia. Mm-hmm. So, Claudster. You, you know, question here. Um, do you still want to be uh, her? Or do you want to be Veronica? Would the cat be out of the bag to Delta Green if they bring you back? Well, they know who who Veronica is. She told Marcus. Right. Okay. So you want to be, I'm Veronica. I was lying that whole time. But it was, I just want to get that out right now. Yeah. You know. But I mean, if you're offering you an opportunity for like Claudia to still exist and for me to like play both. Yeah. I'm totally for all we know, for 20 years, you were moonlighting as Claudia taking down Skeddy Monsters at 2 a.m. In, in Massachusetts or some shit. I mean, if you're just straight Veronica now, it's going to be much easier to write the descriptions and don't have to right? be so secretive <laughs> about who you are. Yeah. 
But like if if you give me opportunities to play Claudia, if she still exists, I'm totally game for that. Okay. Okay. Or somebody else could play her too. I'll play her. Spoiler. My new character is Claudia. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I say we get started. Woo! Mm. Let's do it. Delta Green, the role-playing game, is a horror-themed tabletop RPG that uses dice and collective storytelling to help shape the narrative of the game. The handler presents story elements and situations to the agents who have free agency to make choices that govern their characters' lives. In the context of this game, Delta Green is a covert agency embedded in the upper echelons of government to stop supernatural threats and to prevent those threats from ever being revealed to the world. We at Doom Vision are playing Impossible Landscapes, a campaign of scenarios set in the world of Delta Green. Impossible Landscapes was written by Dennis Detweiler and published by Arc Dream Publishing. For more information, please visit delta-green.com or arcdream.com. All information will be listed in this episode's description. So, on August 28th, 2015, your agents each receive a FedEx package. I think I'm just going to give it to you right now. Thanks to our new prop master. Everybody give a round of applause to our prop master. She helped me out with creating some handouts. Well, just one handout so far. We had to do it secretively. This is what you see. Somebody open it. I, I've kind of learned not to reach in the middle of the table and grab things. <laughs> Look at how fancy that is. Mm-hmm. I'm show the camera. Yeah, show that to the camera. Look at that wax seal. The wax seal and everything. I don't want to. I don't want to. It's so pretty. Can we? Can we fish it out of there without? I'm just breaking the seal. I'm not. I seriously was like, hey, Melanie, like like 18 hours ago, I was like, Melanie, I need this thing created, please. And then she came through for me. Nice job, Mel. So what does it say? Please join us to celebrate the 51st birthday to our friend Richard. Is that a Z? Yeah. Zylong? Is that right? Zaloni. Zaloni. I can't read that fancy word. I'm sorry. At the Gateway Bridges Restaurant, 9011 Potash Street? 
Boston, Massachusetts. Gateway Bridges Restaurant. Okay. Does it have a date? There's an old one. It does not have, unless I'm not reading it correctly. No, it does not look like it has a date. Oh. But it does have a phone number. Okay. Is it the Scruff McGruff number? <laughs> it's uh, actually Jenny's number. <gasps> so, <laughs> Kevin, as the game master, I, I see this. I feel like I'd call that number. Okay. You want to call that number? Can I call that number in real life? Can you call that? I don't know what it'll do, but you can. <laughs> Are you really going to call that number in real life? Uh, no. No. <laughs> He's so tempted to do it. Would you not call this number? What? It's going to be a sex hotline. Is it? Is that straight out of the book? OCC. Yeah. Is yeah. this? It's straight out of the book? Yeah. All right. Well, let's call it. See what happens. God, I'm so fucking nervous right now. <laughs> you one of those fucking Delta Green freaks? <laughs> Keep calling me all the time. <laughs> Two zero nine nine. If this is, is not in service at this time, thank you. Oh, I was hoping it was uh, the king invites Daddy you. Dennis. <laughs> that would be sweet. Good okay. evening, Mr. Detweiler. Oh yeah, hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. Yeah, no address, just um, or no. The, that's the address. Sorry, not but address. No date. No, no date. date. Just an address. So if if you call that number, uh, it just rings and definitely nobody picks up. Because it's not in service. All right. Well, who Wait. do you who do you want to open with? Can I? Can you hold up can that, that seal yep. real fast? Is that a crown? It is. Oh God, king in yellow. I. Uh, and it is yellow. It's yellowy gold. There's one thing. So there, there's an original, and then there's the one that, that uh, Melanie created. The original does have a uh, green triangle that uh, I didn't specify on. It's okay. Don't worry about it. No, that that's an amazing prop. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Nice job. This is what the original looks like. Uh, actually, let's go to roll 20. Okay. Ooh, I spelled that name real wrong. So did I, so don't feel bad. Is everybody looking at roll 20? Yep. Yep. I'm gonna zoom out a little bit. Okay, yeah. Hotel for Dalvin gives me bad flashbacks. Yeah. Oh my zoom god. <laughs> <laughs> what? What the fuck is that? <laughs> that looks like what That's that bitch Michelle. Oh, I'm aware of who that is. Look at how many symbols are on there too. Oh my god. Wh- whose board is this? <laughs> I was just having fun. Also, oh, there's a Keurig maker now. We've upgraded in life. <laughs> okay, I don't see that on my roll 20, so... Zoom out. No, her, hers isn't there. What? Try refreshing it. Uh, connection to the server was... That is nightmare-inducing. <laughs> I'm taking you're, a you're picture. You're not going to like it. You're, no, oh, I can, I can see yeah. yours. That looks awful. How the fuck did you make that? <laughs> Oh my god, it's moving! Oh god. It's oh, moving! Yeah, don't. I, I moved it. Sorry. There's just a floating face! <laughs> Here, I got it. 
Wait, I put it back. Here, I can. I just need to resize it. Real late one night, I was uploading handouts to Roll20 and just... I was like, you know, it would be really funny is if the first thing they see on Roll20 is Michelle. <laughs> With a fucking... Demon uh, face? Demon teeth. Oh, God. And bullet and holes bull in holes. Or, yeah, it yeah. has eyes. Yeah. You should have put one right in the middle of her head when Ness shot her there. Oh, God. Instead, you gave her new eyes. Worth it. Um... Yeah, great. I threw L- that. <laughs> little jump scare to start the season. I'm gonna delete, uh, delete those. Delete all. Look at. Oh my god. <laughs> Look at I, yeah. I remove her, and then, and then it's so much worse. That's almost worse. Yeah. Oh god. And he put so many symbols. I know. I was just playing. All right. All right. Clearing those out. Was that Marcus's board with all those symbols? Oh man. So good. All right. So. Sorry, now I gotta spend forty-five minutes cleaning all the fucking <laughs> shit up that I put on here. So uh, that was the worst. Oh my god! I'm gonna I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna need you to send me that picture. Yeah. Well, he oh, she took he did layers of it. I took a picture of it with my phone though. Oh, okay, I'm I'm putting that in the, in, in the video so everybody can see what we we're talking about. Yeah. Oh man. Kevin, this is actually an intervention for you. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, there, there's the uh, the original there. Just so people and can... What is it? Oh. That's what we're dealing with. <laughs> Our game master. There you go. Bullshit. So there, you can see that. Wow, that looks really good. Like... No, you did an awesome job. Yeah. Um. So, is there a date anywhere on? Uh, there's the actually not invitation? a date on it, so I think it's just show up. Um, huh, yeah. Okay. I th- for some reason, I thought there was a date, but there isn't a date. So there is a green triangle, though. Yeah. Green triangle. Hmm. About being summoned. It looks old. Is the thing. I don't know if old so much as. Um, Elegant. Elegant. Well, yeah, I'm looking at word. I'm looking at the top left corner where like it looks like it's peeling because it's old. Could very well be. Um. So. Uh, Troy, your character, uh, your new character. What's his name? And <laughs> and uh, like, what would he be doing when he got this random FedEx package? Uh. So. Uh, his his name is Cameron Moore. Uh, recent high school graduate, um, was accepted into MIT, going through that program uh, for computer sciences. I, I would say he's currently residing in the San Fernando Valley. Uh, was going there for some summer internships uh, on his summer break from school. Um, I'm saying that he would probably just be working those internships and probably playing like World of Warcraft in his free time. Like like a yeah, okay. Gotcha. All right. So MIT. Yep. Got some uh he's got some pretty serious uh skills. We'll we'll see more about those later. Crafts. We've never seen we haven't seen many, much many crafts from characters, so I'm excited to see what those uh unlock. I I would say that it's 
pretty odd for him to receive a package. Um, He's like eating lunch in the quad. (laughs) And he's just like, oh, hey, thanks for the FedEx package. Yeah, he doesn't have a very uh, deep social network, so to speak. Uh, Mom and brother and uh, a, a professor that he had in high school. But nothing... You know, if it wasn't a, a care package from his mom, mm-hmm. would he would he be suspect? Suspect? Would he like analyze it, look at it a lot? And... I, I think in an envelope, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, um, used to getting probably, uh, you know, bills and junk mail. That this would be extremely out of place for the type of mail that he would typically get. And so, what would tip him off that it would be from Delta Green? And he he is being recruited? Yeah, so uh, the previous year he had done some searching on the dark web and ran into some information that he necessarily shouldn't have and uh, was probed a little bit by some Delta Green agents. I don't think he would have been tipped off that it was Delta Green until he opened the envelope and saw the emblem. Mm. Okay. Um, I think you would have just been cautious around the envelope in general because it's not very not every day that you see a wax seal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, Jetski, how's old Ness? She so uh, maybe describe a, briefly what's happened in like the last twenty years and uh, what she's doing when she receives this FedEx package. So Ness moved to a small town in Colorado with her mom. She kind of isolated herself from the world. They work um, in orchards. There's um, local vineyards and wineries in the area. So she's just been putting in her work, doing her time, spending a lot of time out in nature. So she really isolated herself after everything that happened. Um, And... When she left New York, she told Marcus, like, no more. Take my name off the list. Don't contact me. I I don't want anything to do with Delta Green anymore. Um, So, like Cameron, she's not used to getting packages. She doesn't have friends. She doesn't have family outside of her mother. So having an envelope like that show up would have tipped her off probably, like, this isn't normal, this isn't right, what is this? Um, And seeing that Delta Green emblem probably would have made her angry because she told her, she told Marcus she was done. And she, uh, didn't she take the walkie-talkie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, locked away in in her basement. Yeah, and so, you're right, because I think we talked about this uh, outside of you know, just that she took this walkie-talkie that came to life, and she wasn't she was she has she been tinkering with it this whole time, or just has, did she leave it and then like, you know, you I, know what I mean? I think she probably, for the first couple of years, would have kept it close, like more in her closet in her bedroom to see if Marcus or. Um, Barry came back on, you know, to see if anyone contacted her after, you know, five years of no contact. Um, 
she would put it in the basement, just kind of tucked it away, and it just was a forgotten item at so that point. So maybe like the night before you get this FedEx package, down in the laundry, down in the basement, doing some laundry or something, and then the walkie-talkie comes to life. That's when you swear you hear Marcus's voice coming through. Oof. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, at that point, if that were to happen, um, she would try to communicate, obviously, with him. Mm-hmm. She's been waiting and waiting, figured it would never happen. So she would try to communicate back with him mm-hmm. to and see it, if he it was still came out on, there. You heard a voice, and then it shut off again. Okay. And remember, it was in pieces. Uh, Marcus tore it to pieces and stuff, and Suddenly, it came back to life. Came back to life last season with uh, Barry, uh, mm-hmm. right? Yep, it did. Is he still one of your bonds? He still is one of my bonds, but you never told me what happened to him. If he was actually in the night floors, or if he wasn't, so that's a that's a you decision. He's missing. He's, He's missing. been missing for twenty years. Okay. He still is one of my bonds, though. Okay. So, then that bond needs to deteriorate. Anyway, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, and then you get this FedEx package, and you're like, and Nessa's just like, okay? Or is she like, no! And then you burn it, and you leave town. You quit the game forever. <laughs> Make a new character. I mean, I <laughs> I don't She's think she. Yeah, I don't think she'd be like, "Oh, hey, mom, I'm gonna go hop on a plane." Like, I don't think that her first instinct would be to like, "Yep, I'm going." Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Wait until like a helicopter lands in your thing, and you're like, "We need you." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, I think the the backpack turning on, and if she did hear Marcus's voice, that would have that would conflict her, mm-hmm. like. Is he out there? Is this my opportunity to find him again? So I'm going to chew on it. Okay. All right. Chew on it. Yeah, I'm going to chew on it. And I think she would too. I think she would really sit there and think, do I really want to get myself back into this or not? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to chew on it. Okay. Uh, What's Jesper doing? What's, What's Veronica doing? So 20 years since... We burnt that bitch to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Peed on the ashes. And it's still a very vivid memory in Veronica's mind. Because for all she knew, she was burning her sister in that building. But it was something that she came to terms with that needed to happen. And so once... Once every, everyone split ways, she went back to uh, Claudia's apartment, packed it all up, paid whatever was due left on it, closed out the lease, and took all the stuff back home to her apartment. And she set up a bedroom. There was something inside of her that just couldn't let go. And she lied to her parents. She said that she was missing. 
Maybe, maybe, maybe Cam saw the Unsolved Mysteries episode about her. Um. <laughs> Tonight on Unsolved Mysteries. I'm Robert Stack. <laughs> uh, and that room that she set up, she doesn't let anyone into. And she tried to date over the years, but nothing could ever really stick. Compared to Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I'm Marcus really, really left that imprint on our cooter. Uh, <laughs> Nobody takes pictures of my cooter like he used to. <laughs> um, but she, uh, throughout the years, she became the owner of the vet, veterinary hospital that she worked at. After the uh, unfortunate death of her boss and she has tried therapy she's not very forthcoming in her therapy sessions because of the nature she doesn't want to be seen as crazy but she knows she wasn't the only one there she knows that something happened that cannot really be explained and so when she receives this package can I see that real fast the first thing she's going to notice is this wax seal and this crown that's embedded in it. And it's a crown and she's going to keep rubbing her finger over it until she rips it apart. And The first thing she's going to fixate on is that, that green triangle on top. She's not even going to look at the rest of it. She's just going to stare at that green triangle because she knows. And then she's going to read through it and looking at it, it's gonna kind of remind her of the night floors, the smoke lounge the how it's kind of it's it seems old, it seems very like 20s-ish, 30s-ish and she's gonna sigh and she's gonna walk to her bedroom because old habits die hard, she's gonna get her knees and reach inside of her mattress she's gonna pull out the uh, the blade and it's still got Marcus's blood on it. The fuck? And she's just <laughs> gonna fixate on that for a bit while she mulls this over because this isn't the first time she's gotten some random invitation to go somewhere. The first time was Lost Wallet. This time's a birthday party for someone she has no idea who it is. And she's gonna... Part of her wants to because she thinks it might lead to her sister. But part of her just never wants to touch that that life again that's messed up she's got blood like a blood knife that's fucked up anyway yeah, um, fuck that Marcus guy yeah geez he, he left an imprint he really did apparently yeah, like I could feel it in my uterus <laughs> um and I'm sure if he were here today, he'd want to be in that uterus. So <laughs> you know we would. <laughs> Up top. <laughs> <All right>. um, <laughs> so at a certain point, I'm sure all of you are going to make your way. Otherwise, we just don't play anymore, and this is the last episode. Well, great, <laughs> well, great podcast, guys. This, this was awesome. All right, episode, season two, episode one and a half, well, one jet, and a quarter. Jetski and I had kind of mold an idea over. Do you still want to do it? Yeah. You'll have to remind me. The grave. Oh yeah. Yeah, we had discussed that. 
you know, after some time of Marcus being gone, that his family would have declared him dead and would have had, you know, a burial. And um, Vanessa and Veronica both showed up for his funeral and every year met on the day that he disappeared at his grave. Oh, look at this little connection going on. You, mm-hmm. guys should, you guys should be each other's bonds. I think we need to work that out That would out be as interesting. Well. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like the the relationship is so strange. Like they don't talk. They just they just stand there together and like because that's like Marcus was one of the biggest connections that they had. And then after a while they just kind of go back to their lives. They don't yeah. keep in contact or anything. What they put in the coffin, did they just put his weights in there? <laughs> like <laughs> his some, cameras? A fucking like, tie bow tapes. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys just drop a picture of a cooter on top as you walked away? <laughs> yeah. Like a news like articles a, of babe. National Enquirer. Like they were like, This is the Enquirer. Enquirer. <laughs> and also, fuck you guys. I'm still mourning that loss. Like I don't that was an impactful loss. We're and talking I about like his answers. Here. Yeah. yeah, he's not. <laughs> he's not. He's not here. Marcus well. is not here. So this was August 28th. Mm-hmm. And so we would have just seen each other. We would have just seen each other mm-hmm. yeah. like a week it's and a half ago. Yeah. It's almost like it's all converging all at once. The same time. Same bad time. Same bad place. Except for it's not in New York. Uh, <clears throat> so at some point. So, so you guys receive that. Look it over. Then you make your way to Boston. Begrudgingly. Yeah. Begrudgingly make your way to Boston. Not me. Almost kicking and screaming. This, this 19-year-old MIT uh, no, I'm all, guy I'm all is for just it. like... It's a job. Yeah. Geocaching. <laughs> it's a job. He's like, no more ramen. <laughs> um, so do you guys make your way... like? You guys fly in at some point, drive in, whatever, wherever you guys are from. Make your way into uh, the Gateway Bridges restaurant at some point. Uh, do you, I mean, I mean, how, how do you guys arrive? Do you guys just roll in, kick down the door, run in? I mean, that's how Vanessa does it. Or, or like, are you, guys, are you guys a little now. bit more cautious? You know, like, I'm not going to play your characters. I'm going to say, like, are you guys more cautious? Is it weird? Uh, what's going on? Or are you just like... Same old, same old. Time to go in and check it out. I think Ness would have done kind of what she did first go around is she would have showed up and... In a ghillie suit? No. <laughs> You're the one that said that, not me. It's canon. Cover, covered in pigeon He's poop. hanging on to it. <laughs> no, I... Down here for 48 hours surveilling. Um, she probably would have went up to the restaurant and asked, like, is there a party reservation for this person? You know, tried to get some information about, you know, a date and time since there wasn't one. Um, and kind of spent a day or two just observing the comings and goings out of that restaurant. Oh, just... okay. You're going to spend a day or two. Um, of course you are. So September 1st, 2015, you're going to surveil the restaurant beforehand. Yeah, I think I would. And particularly, I'm going to be looking for... Ronnie over here to see if she shows up too. Ronnie. Ronnie. So cute. Um, Lesbians. Are you guys going to scissor? It's going to be dusty, man. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. <laughs> so let's talk about what you see a couple days beforehand. Uh, you know, the 30th of August, whatever. Okay. Um, beforehand? Because she's surveilling. She said she was going to spend like a oh, day or right, two right. checking it out. Mm-hmm. Right. So it uh, so the, the restaurant itself backs up onto uh, Gateway Park. Okay. It's a small municipal park. And Oh no. We don't do good with parks. I know. <laughs> so yeah, for you know, you see employees come and go. Um you know, nothing strange. And then right up until the uh right up until the uh, you know when the meeting was going to take place, you see that they're setting up for a, uh, a party in the party room. You can actually see in the window they're setting it up for it, um, hanging banners, whoever it is. And you see uh, an African American man sitting by himself in the party room by himself. Is it Bob? 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 And <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was black. So make a luck. Thirty-five. Okay. You're kind of looking through the window. You see this African American man reaches. At some point, you're like. And maybe just, I don't know if you're taking mental notes or whatever, or if you're like really diligently like paying attention to what's going on because you're paranoid or whatever. But reaches in his pocket. He pulls out like this little metal tin. And you see, he reaches, he opens it up, reaches inside and just puts something in his mouth. And you see him chew really hard on something. It's the back of his pocket. And then he's pulling out like his phone. I'm on a laptop working on it. So it's about 7, after 7 p.m. that this occurs. And you realize, like, oh, okay, this is when the meeting is supposed to happen. Like, because he's waiting there for you, basically. And oh. Okay. She's had some realization that I don't know about. This is our new um, handler. Mm-hmm. And, and he's got a drug problem already. And so yeah, um, who wants to arrive first? I mean, you're you're watching it. Do you want to wait for somebody else to show up, yep. or do you want to just roll in? I'm gonna sit and I'm gonna okay. wait to see who else shows up. I'm googling this name. I'm googling the restaurant. I'm googling. <laughs> okay, so you're you're doing a little bit of research on the restaurant. You're okay. Okay, ask Jeeves. It's 2015, I'm, yo. I'm, I'm poking. I'm, I'm still 95. You're coking? No, you just poking. Said, oh, okay. I thought you said I'm coking. Coking out. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, okay. You got excited for those drug rolls, didn't you? Man, I I love drugs in this game. <laughs> I'm real excited about drugs. <laughs> um, Don't do drugs, kids. I've never done drugs. Uh, like none of the ones that I read about on TV. Um. <laughs> This ain't breaking bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It could be. <laughs> We're off the rails here. Uh, okay. You're going to find that one uh, coffee shop worker. Um, 
Well, Evan? hello there. <laughs> yeah. Is his name like Evan? I think it was Evan. I, think Evan. So. I was trying to give him like the nicest sounding name too. Like, hey, it's Evan. It's me. It's Evan. And then you're like, well, where's my fucking drug dealer? I'm right here. <laughs> I never left, buddy. Um, if, if you're Googling, I'm, I'm just going to show up. I, I'm not going to research it whatsoever. Well, I was Googling before I came Oh, in. beforehand. Yeah. Okay. I'm not like, fuck this place. I'm just going to Google it instead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I misunderstood. Um, she took a couple of days to, to scout it. I'm going to Google it before I dip my toe in. So you're, you're Googling the restaurant? Is that I'm Googling pretty much anything I can get off of this. So who the fuck's Richard Zaloni? Uh, what's the Gateway Bridges restaurant? Uh, I'm going to Google the phone number, see if it's real. Okay. So um, you get a hit on the word Zaloni. Oh, shit. And if you did Eminem write it, rhyme it in a song with baloney? Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> Is Eminem an agent? <laughs> um, he so, said he's friends with the monster. It's under his bed. Zaloni is the Polish word for green. Of course, Dick Green. All right, Dick Green. Is it Richard? Oh, it is Richard. <laughs> Richard Richard Green. Dick, old Dicky Greens. Um, is is Richard associated with Delta at all? Well, there's a D in there, and that's the... the we all know what the D's for. Yeah, I mean, for my Delta Green purposes, I made a fake email called Debbie Greenly. <laughs> so, I mean, they're, they're taking... It, I, it makes so much sense now. I, I remember... Oh, Jesus. So many things are coming together. <laughs> That was from other games. Yeah, yep. that's that's a realization that's yeah, hitting me Debbie right Greenley. now. Yeah, there's still another. Th- oh yeah, yeah. And then the the actual email address was uh was an alt code that would give you a green triangle if you actually inputted the alt code. It was like alt and then a no a code. Anyway, he created that. Yeah. Okay, I'm a big so fucking nerd. Zaloni is green and Polish. Uh, yes, it is green okay. and Polish. And, um, she's gonna be like, tippy tappy tippy. So, knew if it. you're Googling the Gateway Bridges restaurant, it's owned by an Eduardo Diaz, age 52. Um, and it's, um, the restaurant itself is at 9011 Potash Street, Boston. Massachusetts 02121 um, and it's been around since 1981 it has four stars on Yelp Ooh. and uh, Tuesdays and Fridays it has a buy one get one free appetizer that's Whoa. straight out of the book what day of the week is it what day of the week it would be September 1st 2015 it's beer cheese and pretzels so no, or September 2015 the first is a Tuesday. Tuesday. So, yeah, free appetizers. Um, anybody who wants uh, some... Uh, Hell of a deal. Um, and so, I guess, you know, Cameron, you going to show up on time? Are you going to show up? Just uh, tell me what you do. Yeah, I just got my uh, bag with, like, my laptop and all my accessories. Okay. So why don't we say that you show up first? Okay. Okay. So you walk in and ask... Um, for the party. Um, yeah, I'm looking for uh, Richard Zaloni. 
oh yes, right this way. We we, we have a uh, 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 party room set up for you, uh, and uh, you know, welcome to the Gateway Bridges Restaurant. So they take you, uh, and you see an African American man sitting. Um, <clears throat> he stands up and uh, he says, he, <laughs> he stands up. He sees you. He says, "You must be Cameron." I am, and you are. You can call me Agent Exeter. Exeter. He stands up, and for a brief moment, what's your alertness? E X E T E R. Yeah, Exeter. Are you taking notes? Because I'm gonna have to read your notes because I can't type that fast. I can just open up your character sheet. Actually, um, uh, I have it here. Twenty. Twenty. Okay. Kind of hear like it sounds like paper, like a little bit crumpling of paper when he when he's walking, like. He's got like a piece of paper in his pocket or something weird. I don't know. And then he gets closer. He kind of smells like oil. Like motor oil? Yeah, like motor oil. And you're like, okay, well, whatever. You shake his hand. He says, uh, just have uh, two other agents we're waiting on, and then uh, we can get started. Okay? Yeah, can you say your name one more time? I'm sorry. Exeter. Exeter. Call me Agent Exeter. You from around here? From around these parts? Yeah. Like Boston? Um. Oh, oh okay. So is he from Boston? Yeah. What I'm, I'm making small talk. Making small talk. Okay. Yeah. Um. He says, uh. Uh. Yeah. I've been around here for quite some time. That's an interesting. Your name one more time. I'm sorry. It's just not sticking in my brain. Exeter. Exeter. Like the exit of a building. E-X-E-T-E-R. And the less that we know about each other, the better. You understand. Uh, Of course. So, can I ask you a couple questions? Why don't we save the questions for when the other two agents arrive, and then we can uh, handle this, and I'll let you guys get to work. That okay. Sound good. So, we're just going to sit here and stare at each other? Would you like an appetizer? They got wings. They do have wings. You want to want to go halvesies? Go halvesies on some wings. <laughs> Let's do it. He's the new Mac. Um, <laughs> all right. At some point, you walk in. And there's two men. <laughs> <laughs> buffalo sauce on their face. And they're like, "Oh, it's down." <laughs> Can I get a wet nap? I need a wet nap. <laughs> Just did that hot wing challenge. Um, so I'm gonna be sitting across the street, Veronica. Are you going to show? Yeah, I'm going to show, and I'm going to have this with me. So before you walk in the door, I'm going to yell at you to get your attention. Okay. So, Veronica. Her breath is going to catch because we've been here before, but not here, but like in this situation before. And she's going to let it out slowly and walk across the street. She's going to be like, did you get one? Yep. Did you see the not so subtle stamp on it? I did. Did you get anything else? Just that. Same. Looks like our handler is in there with some kid. Are we really going to do this again? 
Every instinct in my body is telling me to run, walk away. But the night before I got this envelope, you know that walkie-talkie backpack that... Yeah. I swear I heard Marcus just for a second. It hasn't turned on in 20 years. And it turned on, and I... Did he say something? It wasn't very clear. I just, I know in my gut, it was his voice. What if... What if it wasn't him, though? What if it was... What if it was that demon he summoned? I don't know. But that popping on and then getting the envelope, it's too close. And the dates. Yeah, I agree. Oh, shit. Let's at least hear what they have to say. But if this isn't going to pan out to anything, I'm, I'm walking away. I'm, I'm not going to get involved again. I'm with you. So they better make it good. Agreed. One, one thing to mention, Vanessa, uh, you sur- surveilling the place. Um, you would know that when he arrived, he arrived in a 2010 Ford Escape. And if you were to look at the uh, sticker, it's a Massachusetts State Police sticker. And he has, and there's a parking permit for the um, Massachusetts State Police building in Framingham, Massachusetts. And so you see, like, there's a lot of stickers on it as well. Didn't, so. I didn't recognize him when he came up on roll 20 without the uh, buffalo sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll have to add that later. We'll have to add some. Splashes of orange on his face. Post production is wonderful. <laughs> well, we're gonna head in and make our way to this party that we've been invited to, although we don't want to. Nonsense, you want to. Don't tell me what I want. Um, and on roll 20, I went ahead and just put his uh, picture out there so you can. Arrange it however you'd like. Um, put a demon face on it with some <laughs> fucked up teeth and bullet holes for eyes. That fucking got me. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to get me. I scared my wife. That's what she I said. I finally did it. I'm afraid to scare you because you'll just stab me while I'm. You're lucky I didn't just. <laughs> get out of here. Um, all right, so you all pack in. You see, uh, they've been sitting there. Uh, you see two men. You see a younger 19-year-old. You see. Do we see him American pop man. whatever that was in his mouth? No. Oh, just me. Oh, okay. just her. When, when he when he was in the okay in there, right? And so, does uh, uh, welcome. Thanks for coming. I glad you guys got my uh, invitation. Thank you. Yeah, you gotta make this quick, and you better make it good, because we're not planning on sticking around. He says, Okay, right to it. I I can appreciate that. 
Um, please sit down. Let me tell you what the operation is, and should you choose to accept, but I think you will. The, uh, information I have to tell you is quite compelling, especially considering what you two dealt with 20 years ago. He says, The operation is called India Moon. What we're needing you to do is to locate former operatives of the program. Are we dispatching these operatives? No, you're just to locate them. These operatives, they've been under care at a psychiatric facility in Boston. Been there for quite a while now, but suddenly went missing. The facility's name is the Dorchester House. It has deep connections with Delta Green. And then he pulls out a photograph. Once again, I will refer you to roll 20. You can see. is killing you. Alright, here. Got it. Somebody wants to read that. Abigail Wright has gone to sea, crossed the waves to rescue me. In a ship both tall and fine, she rounds the corner, marking time. Somewhere beyond the sea. Oh, Abby, rearing her head again. Again? Yeah. There's a lot you don't know. It says in the, uh, in the rooms of one of the missing patients, uh, this was written on the wall in blood. Fantastic. Now, here's what we know. We know that each agent came in contact with book of unnatural properties. Let me let me guess. It was a red. Yellow, I don't yellow I, symbol. I don't actually know that. Now, if in this operation you recover any unnatural book, it is to be reported immediately. No, we're going to destroy it. We're going to torch that thing moves again you hear a crumpling paper sound again as well and then you guys smell like body odor and oil coming off of this guy it's really pungent like what is up with this guy he's very strange crumpling paper once again just as he's moving so Exeter was it yeah that's right what happened to Handler Marcus Handler Marcus the Handler that you had some 20 years ago yeah, what happened to him? Why is he not here? Well, uh, last I heard, he went missing about a few months back. It's not all that uncommon, though. We, we, we know. We, we know what happened. Yeah. Jesus. It's like we're reliving it all over again. I have a question. So. 
they seem to know a whole lot about what's going on. And I'm pretty new. Why are you bringing someone new in with two experienced people? Well, we thought that your expertise with uh, computer technology could help them in discovering why these people went missing. There's a lot of cameras at Dorchester House. It's pretty strange that they were unable to solve this themselves. They, they have patients escape all the time, and they're able to track their whereabouts. But for some reason, and I'm not sure why, they weren't able to this time. Um, in fact, uh, you already have a meeting with a Dr. Richard F. Dallin. You want to... Uh, Twenty. Give you his card. Yeah, so it says, uh, Doctor Richard F. Dallin, Director, Dorchester House Psychiatric Facility, forty-eight Norwood Street, Boston, Massachusetts, zero two one two. There's some really fine print. Says, uh, sometimes things become possible if we want them bad enough. So, Exeter, has anybody reviewed the f- footage of the cameras? Yes, they have. Yeah, and and the police haven't been notified either. They, uh, Doctor Dallin, he's a uh, Delta Green friendly, so um, he knew that when this was when this got weird to contact us, and then we contacted you, of course. Um, so, yes, the footage has been reviewed as far as I know, um, what I've been told, and that's where things get strange. Now, listen, if you need anything, and he kind of reaches into, like, a bag, and he pulls out, like, this old-looking, it's like a satellite phone, and he says, Star 616, if you need anything, this is the only contact that you'll have program. Please use this phone. Why this phone? This is this is old, archaic. Don't you don't you have like a secure line? I mean, you can give me your phone and I can make it secure. No, no. It, you you need to use this phone. Um I'm going to look at the big satellite phone and I'm going to look at Ness and be like, "Did you bring it?" The backpack? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. And um, he says, uh, and uh, here's the list of the names of the agents. And uh, he hands you like a piece of paper and scrawled on there is Dylan Skarmer, Tara C. Overnice, and Lesmana Chivon. Chivonis. And um, he says, these are the agents that uh, you're to locate. And, um, that's all, if anybody has any questions. <sighs> and he's just staring at you. At me? At all of you, you know. He's just staring at you, if anybody has any questions. And you, like, notice a, like, the trickle of sweat in his face, and he's just like... And then he stands up, and you hear, like, that crumpling of paper once more. And um, says, okay. Good luck, agents. 
walks out. Are we really doing this again? I don't know. What are your thoughts? I mean, it's been, it's been 20 years, but I don't remember these names at all. I don't either. And I really don't want to get involved again, but I also don't want to leave this kid here to deal with it himself because he has no idea what he's doing and what he's getting into. Not that that's our responsibility, but... And uh, Cameron, he's holding this satellite phone and it uh, he's holding it and you guys are talking off to the side a little bit and then all of a sudden it turns on, like the green light on the front turns on and he's holding it and just then all of a sudden like erupting from the the phone itself you hear and you too recognize the voice right away that of Marcus Landry saying what do you mean your agent Marcus fade to black and we'll find out what happens on the next episode of the Doom Vision podcast. Thank you.